I'm gonna start recording. It's very good to see you guys. It's been two weeks. How's everybody's yes. couple weeks been? Uh, I've been vibing, big chilling, L- searching for a uh, militia to join. I'm sure. Of course, of course. Trying to keep that under wraps, though. I did just get pulled in full time for this job. <laughs> is that is that why you flashed your semi-automatic rifle uh, uh, on the show that we put on the internet for anyone to see? Yeah, this is fine. But look, <laughs> I, I bought a keyboard. <laughs> fine. Last right week, last scenes. week, last week it was an AR, but this week he's like, "Look, I can do expense reports so easily." Yeah, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> I made sure to get the one that looked like it was from the '80s, so it looks like I'm a fucking old geezer. It does look old. Is it yeah. like click clack? Yeah, that's that's the goal. So you like the click clock keyboard? Yeah. Wow. Everybody always fucking hates those. Well, I think if people, if we're gonna kick off this podcast with an amazing conversation about keyboards, <laughs> I think the modern <laughs> keyboards, like the ones you see on like apples and stuff, they're so minimalist yeah. that there's no. If you like breathe on it too heavy, you can hit the wrong key. Yeah, Whereas, no feedback. Yeah, the click clack, you can you can you have to really press it down and you can hold it down and like repeat the same letter and it has all the good loud though. Oh yeah. They are. That's, that's how you know you're working. Exactly. That's how everyone knows I'm writing a nice email. Just, <laughs> you can fake you working. Because I want a exactly. I want a typewriter and I I don't need one, but I would one hundred percent buy one. So I get Dude, it. I, I was it. looking, dude. I was looking, right? There are typewriter style keyboards where it still has like the fucking thing of paper on top of them, and there's like the circular keys. Uh-huh. But it was a hundred dollars. Wait, so I understand. Do you have to slide it across like an actual typewriter? No, 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 it's just like it's the same. Like I'm guessing it's also mechanical, so it feels as a like heavy as a typewriter, but it's just for the aesthetic that it's got. The uh-huh. Yo, That's... I know typewriters gave some gave so many people arthritis. Have you ever typed <laughs> on one of those, bro? It is difficult. Yeah, they're they're not ergonomic. No, not at all. Terrible for your wrist, I'm sure. I just heard that if you hold your pinky, your phone with your pinky, you're fucking up your wrist. I don't remember where I heard it, so verified information. <laughs> okay. I think it had said something about I was, so I was reading something about tendonitis or something in the in the wrist or something. Well, since you are this podcast's resident medical expert, yeah. what can you tell us about kind of public health in the past two weeks? Oh God! <laughs> uh, well, the public is still unhealthy. Nice. I think that's really about that's really about it. I mean, I wasn't gonna talk about COVID, but. I mean, I don't even what's happening. Who, who's even? I, I mean, heard there was a new variant. Oh yeah, yeah. The <laughs> it's like the descendant of a get not gamma, the last big one. This yeah. one's called. This one's called uh, Beth check, Sheba variant. <laughs> Beth Sheba variant. <laughs> yeah, because COVID is the devil, and it's gonna get you. <laughs> Nick, you should Google and see if you can find the name of it. Uh, um, let's see. 
Yeah, everybody's saying that like now, like there's we're actually doing good on COVID. The wave that we had a few weeks ago is like gone and like numbers are low. I'm sure winter <laughs> when winter comes, everybody's gonna be back inside a lot more. So it's probably gonna be another wave. They called it the Delta Plus. Delta like it's a Plus. Fucking, like it's a fucking subscription. I hate <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to pay? Yeah, they're like for fifteen dollars a month, you can get the Delta Plus coronavirus. <laughs> does it come? Does it come with uh, Peacock TV? Yeah, no ads. <laughs> it fucking would. That's exactly that. It would. I but mean, yeah. these every these streaming, uh, not websites, but these streaming services. There's so goddamn many. Uh, Delta Plus sounds like a real one, so. This is this is a a tangent, guys. But do you remember when I showed you guys the room, and I think we streamed it off of Pornhub? Uh Yes, we did. Yeah. So, so like my, I guess my, why I brought it up is just you never know. These streaming services, they could have a deal with COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's 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 all be honest. The COVID is the best thing that's ever happened to all the streaming services. All their oh, numbers 100%. went through the roof. Yeah, even Zoom's trying to fucking rob us now. By the way, I know you guys, and specifically Justin, is a is a nerd. So, did you see that Snoop Dogg's in the Mandalorian? What? what? Yeah. Oh, that that. And there's there, there's a photo of him on set. And he's wearing a Mandalorian suit, but it's Snoop Dogg's head. And someone captioned it. Uh, we got to go like we got follow me. We must go this way cuz. <laughs> oh, my God. They, they blinked him out. Hold on. Give me a second. Okay, show wait, you is this is this is it a meme or is it actually happening? No, I'm pretty sure this is happening. Fucking Christ. Oh, no, it's a parody. Okay. Oh, is it a music video? I can get down with that. Okay, so I got deep faked. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you totally did. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that I don't think the alien in the flannel is gonna be in, in the next <laughs> season of Mandalorian. Or or his big ass gold chain on the front of his suit. Yeah, yeah I somehow doubt they'll have him I'll, still in the signature sunglasses in space. <laughs> but if okay, to be fair, if the alien wearing the East LA flannel wasn't there. <laughs> I, yeah, I could see how you might you might be like, is this because I mean it's something Disney would. Like, I know, but it, yeah, but but Mandalorian is like an actually seems like it's an actually good show, so it's funny that they soured it um, by doing this. But uh, false alarm! Look, go to the top left though, Nick. Go to the top left. This one, right here, right here. This is the one with the meme. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad it's not true. I was just telling my mom about how Mandalorian is the best thing that's happened in Star Wars since like the original trilogy. I would hate to see them shit all over it. Is that is that Ice Cube? Yeah, this is Ice Cube next to some <laughs> bitches from Avatar. E forty and too short. E forty is this launch Mount Westmore Supergroup? Damn. Are they doing something? They get the game back together. Oh shit, dude! Real raps coming back. Huh. I mean, clearly, look at the music video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is always good to see a video that has a concept besides bitches with fat asses. That's all I'm sure. No, I'm sure they the video had that. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure this blue bitch is thick as fuck that you see right here. Yeah. Yeah. But they're spitting it by making them blue, which is even better. (laughs) At least at least they're somewhat trying. 
It seems like this is like a mashup of just different alien things because that bitch is from Avatar. Which isn't there supposed to be that second movie coming soon? Yes, I think so. I mean, I know like 12 years ago, he said, we're going to make another one. Don't hold your breath. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Next year. They formed a family. Oh, those human alien hybrids are going to be. How? I I think this is going to be so self-indulgent and like there's going to be even more alien sex. Oh, that thing is hideous. Oh, look at the baby. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. This one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at this creature. A fucking horror. Shout out to Vin Diesel for being in Avatar 2. Vin. (laughs) This thing is going to be. This thing is going to (laughs) be. He's going to be the new general, I'm sure. Like the angry general guy. Oh, you think so? The one who like wants to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he'll be a bad guy. Or he'll be like. Or he'll be like he was a general. What the fuck is this? He changes sides. Are they doing porn? This is is not supposed. Wait, okay. What did y'all think when the first one came out? I thought, even though there was sex, I thought it was supposed to be like a kid's movie or like for families. See, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I mean, but family movies can have sex now. Like, I know, but this, this looks over and. This looks like it's going to be dramatic. Yeah, see, the problem is this sex is passionate. That's the problem. Mm. (laughs) I want to see the dick. That's what I want to see. I want to see blue dick. Otherwise, they might as well fucking cut that shit out of the movie. Look, they got ass. I hate how skinny the hips are. Look at that. I mean... It it looks like some weird porn amount. It really does. It looks like one of those CGI porns. I'm sure there's CGI porn of it. I'm actually. Oh, 100%. But you've sold me on watching the sequel. In fact, I might watch the first one now. (laughs) You didn't? You've never seen the first one? No, it came out when I was was little and I was like, ew, it looks way too. It looks way too serious. I'm not down for this. Mm. It was like it wasn't that, you know, it was like fun visually. It was it was a cool movie. Like there were just there were a lot of really pretty shots and shit. But back then, back then, I think it's still it still holds up. I saw it probably it? again, like one or two years ago. I watched some of it and it's still it still looks pretty good. It's I mean, the, cu- the writing cutting. is awful. The writing is like woof. They named the rock that they can't get unobtainium. <laughs> OK. <laughs> and they had the guy who was like the head representative of like the diamond mining company was like comic relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I would like to see how they're going to close because I'm assuming humans are going to be coming back to the planet since they got their asses whooped last time. I would like to know how they're going to close the loophole uh, in the fact that humans could just like literally lay waste to the entire planet for without even like touching the planet. They could just like fire nukes from space and take care of the whole issue. It really should be a five minute long movie. Somehow I don't think their little bows and arrows are going to do much against nukes. We like to not do that, you know? Yeah, I know. You got to have a plot or whatever. So it's going (laughs) to, they're going to fight. They're going to have the war in the most illogical way to ever have a war. They're going to be flying around in their fucking spaceships, somehow getting taken down by bows bows and arrows. You think you could mind fuck if you nuke them, bro? Come on, let's get real. True. If they're all fucking radiated, you can't mind fuck them. Exactly. A masterpiece. I'm sure it's going to be a masterpiece. I mean, at the reviews, like it got awards and shit. Everybody was saying it was like the greatest movie ever. 
Yeah, because it had some of the best cutting edge CGI ever, but and it was the highest grossing movie ever. But oh yeah, that is true. What the fuck? Oh, it's so uncomfortable. For some reason, I don't like the idea that there that there's children. I I was like, (laughs) fine when they're all adults, but the small blue children, it's like, oh. What his leg doing? Look at his leg. It's fine. He got the he got the fun joints. Is he a fucking he's a fucking blue wheelchair baby? Don't don't be don't be judging or demeaning this guy for his race and his disabilities, man. Well, maybe oh, he should stop wow. being so disgusting. <laughs> Speaking of disabilities, I got blocked by uh on Twitter this week by um, this woman who's in a wheelchair and also is one of the writers on the new Harley Quinn comic book. Nice. Nice. nice because nice. so she had started a comic. This was actually kind of a fun. It was kind of Do we have fun, a name? Right? Do we have a name so we can roast her appearance? I don't even remember. She blocked. Look, look up. Look up wheelchair Harley Quinn writer. <laughs> I don't know if we should publicly dox her, but this we're was, not. We don't have enough power to dox her. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. This was hilarious, though, right? Because like this, she had started a thread about how uh, the Nightmare at Elm Street is ableist and it like makes people scared of burn victims or whatever. Is it Gary? Gary? Gary. No, it was definitely a woman. Um. Damn, I wish I could. I could remember. Hold look on. up. Look up. Um. Look up. Um. Nightmare on Elm Street is ableist article. Um, but Ooh. so essentially it wasn't it was a Twitter thread. It wasn't an article. Uh, but so I jumped in and I was I just I was just like trying to participate in the conversation. Genuinely was I know I like to push buttons, but this time I really wasn't even trying to push buttons. And I was just like, I'm sure so I said I said something along the lines of like, well, fear is like fear has biological roots. So like the idea that this movie is creating a fear doesn't really make much sense. You know, like. And this bitch, first of all, she rapid fire sent a bunch of tweets at me and she was like, you're an ableist and I don't even know why you follow me. I don't play with that bullshit. And she called me like, I think she called me a bigot. And then she blocks me. I couldn't even defend myself. She oh, she says this part made me laugh. She literally goes, I hope my followers rip you to shreds and then blocked me. <laughs> I was like, Christ, what? Who, who rips you to shreds? Oh, her followers, which they they jumped in and they would not. They were literally, they were, I had made a post about it on my Twitter, which I ended up deleting because the conversation was annoying. Um, but they jumped in and started commenting on my post where I screenshotted that she blocked me. And um, I was like, uh, or, and they were, they, and I was like, all I said was Nightmare on Elm Street is an ableist. And all these people jumped in. And one guy said that I, I was found bullied. her. I found her. I found oh, her, guys. Give me, name, found her. give me a name. Give me a name. Um, look up here. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put her handle in the chat. Oh, with this guy. But so dead ass, I had people I had people fucking uh, telling me that I was bullying her. <laughs> and that's why she blocked me. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I, first of all, if I was bullying her, I would have said something funny. I would have called her like gingerbread legs or something like I would have called the burn victim that was tweeting at me pizza face. That's bullying. I didn't do any of that. Also, I was like, I was like taking on uh, like a like a hundred disabled, angry children. That's yeah, black lady. 
You hate to see it. Uh, black, queer, disabled, autistic. I didn't realize she was autistic, but that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, that does, doesn't it? Makes a lot of a weed influencer, Christ. Flapped yeah. back in the bio. Yeah. See, so this is I, kind see, of her. How disabled are you? <laughs> <laughs> Which That's I a love. Normal chair. I mean, with so I guess I apparently, according to all these people, because I don't think that that movie is ableist, I hate this woman and everyone like her. Well, what the fuck, dude? Why'd you delete the tweets? You're going to bring up a Twitter beef and we're not even going to go through the tweets? Well, I can't. Well, she blocked me, so I can't actually see most of the tweets. Oh, my God. I could but, go through and give you tweet by tweet, but honestly, it wasn't even like like it's not even worth all that because like these people were like it was just the it was just the typical group think angry. Yeah, it was just the typical group think angry. You're a bigot, and we don't actually have a reason to call you a bigot, but we're gonna like come up with a million fake scientific and historical reasons to call you a bigot. But okay, so but we're, why were you following this person? Well, because I actually was a fan of her and like I like she works on this comic book, which I think is cool. And like, you know, I don't agree with everything she says all the time, but I don't follow people that just because I agree with them, you know, and this and I wasn't even really trying to like argue. I was just kind of trying to I was just I don't know. I was just having a conversation. I was certainly like opposing her the viewpoint that was being expressed in the thread, but I wasn't like trying to come for this bit. What's with this? What the? What's with this Lesbo Harley Quinn stuff? Oh yeah, in the, in this yeah, comic, the, Harley yeah. Quinn and uh, Poison Ivy and some other bitch are in like a three way, a gay three way relationship. It's like the whole thing. I don't understand. Like, why <laughs> do we need our heroes to also? Why does it also have to be erotic? Oh, it's Catwoman. I mean, I don't know, but kind of comic books have kind of always been like that. I mean, Batman literally fucked Batgirl in the killing joke. Well, okay, first of all, it wasn't in the original killing joke. In the movie, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in, in the, the movie. movie. It was weird. Okay, I was like, is she yeah, yeah, not yeah. 16? Yeah, is she not a, a child? <laughs> yeah, it's, this is weird. It is, it's I, it is a little bit it's a little bit strange, but I was like, you know, I can get behind it. Who who cares? I think like the actual comic, like most of the time is spent like, she, you know, they're doing supervillain stuff. I don't think most of it's like just them like in the living room being cute. I hope they, so. I mean, they, it's very really obvious s- looking at the covers yeah, that they're I, making a big deal of yeah, it. You know, well, they're, they're selling it. Hard. Yeah. Selling the shit out of it. Can we make be- who straps? But, you know, it was just crazy because, like, I was like, this is cool. I support her. I like the art style and the writing that's going, some of the writing that's going into it. You know, and I was like, it's cool. But, it... <laughs> but apparently I'm an ableist, so I have to her. Come on, boys. Don't leave me hanging. Who wears the strap in the relationship? Who wears the strap? Uh... I, I, no, hold on. I just want to say I think she's ableist because I don't see one person, one character in a wheelchair. Here. Yeah, that part. Yeah. Why isn't Harley Quinn in a wheelchair, bitch? Why are they conventionally attractive, you fucking bigot? Also, didn't um didn't Poison Ivy get her powers because of a chemical accident? So you're basically like mocking chemical burn victims is what wow. that's so insensitive. Essentially. So that was fun. I've got I got blocked by a lot of people this week on Twitter, actually. Okay, do you have anything you can <laughs> share? Like any beef? <laughs> any beef? It's, it's something. I don't, uh, ever, I'm so to do thing, I don't ever have beef with anybody. I just use Twitter and then people are like, how fucking dare you? <laughs> like another guy that blocked me. This one, I remember the exact tweet. It was people debating about 
the airline thing because some of the airlines that did the COVID uh, mandates have backtracked because they started losing money and you know people you know everybody's calling for one thing or another either everybody either wants all the airlines to have it or none of the airlines to have it and I just threw in a thought and I was essentially just like hey or we let the airlines do what they want and then we spend our money at the airlines that reflect our values you know, like a free market. And then I got blocked for that. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that I commented, I had commented to block the shit out of me. It's, it's, I, you know, the stunning thing about, the stunning thing about Twitter to me is that you realize that a lot of these people, they think, they feel like they're expressing power. I think that might be why I had brought it up in the first place. Cause like when the girl was like, I hope my followers tear you to shreds. Like I'm like, you're like reveling in this fake online power right now. Like you love like it. it does, like like it affects it. you in your day to day. Yeah, it totally doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You mean what do you? What are y'all gonna do? Be my ass? You're all in a wheelchair. Shut up. <laughs> I'm fucking scared running down the street from a bunch of burn victims and wheelchair users. Good luck getting in a fucking airplane. You fucking cripple. I did learn that. I think that. Oh my might god. Dangerous <laughs> community. Which fair, they have genuinely hard lives. Like these are some people, these people actually struggle. Unlike most that's of not that's angry. not what we're talking about though. What? We're not talking, we're not no one said they don't have a hard life. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're talking about nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, you were <laughs> why does this is, this, like, is the, this is the thing. Why does everything have to go back to a super serious topic? Like you could be talking about like I was here and they had a sale and and so I went and like say, and someone's like you know that company like supports this and this and this and this and this and this and like you you should you should you're a fucking you should die because you did that and it's like or I can just um live my life and not be held accountable for other people. Well that's that's reasonable. We can't have that. We can't have that. You're right, though. Like, literally, you can't do, say, any, nothing can exist without there being a, a huge group of people online that want to connect it to some big fucking thing where it's completely irrelevant. But it doesn't matter, like you said, they have no power, no true power. That they have the their... Thing, yeah, that is, I wish these people realized that, like, the, the, the pithy kind of power that they're expressing is just that. It's pithy. It's not real. Like... Like they're not even all these viewpoints aren't even popular outside of Twitter. It's, it's, it's like you're not even it's. How about how about how about go go strangle a few fucking businesses out of out of business and then get some real power. OK, Rockefeller, <laughs> that shit. Speaking of which. Did you see all the shit that came out after Dave Chappelle's new special? Oh, my God, bro. That I can't believe people hilarious. are still talking about it. Because when we didn't do the podcast last week, I was kind of upset because I was like, damn, I wanted to talk about Dave Chappelle. The story is going to be late. People are still fucking talking about it. <laughs> well, to 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 just so, so I want to get educated on this because I've been I did not see a special oh and God. I did not hear any. Any ink of outrage for um, like way late. Uh, um. Hmm. All I heard was right after it came out, Carlos, who we've had on the podcast, mm. um, called me and we were talking shit about other stuff. And then he kind of said in passing, 
oh, did you see Dave Chappelle's new special? I said, no. He goes, um, I was offended because it wasn't funny. Not because... <laughs> Thought it was, you know, not because I thought, not because I thought it was, um, like anything else. Yeah, he didn't even mention that. He was just like, Mm. I was offended because it wasn't (laughs) funny. It was definitely not his best work. It was less a comedy special and more of like a, like him just kind of talking about his thoughts. Like there were jokes and some of them I thought some of them were funny. Um, like like at um, one point he said. He had never he brought up turf. He was like, I didn't even know what a turf was, but I know that trans people like to make up words to win arguments. So that that <laughs> made me laugh. Hold on. Oh, let's back it up. What's a turf? A trans exclusionary radical feminist. J.K. Rowling is a turf. So, yeah. so you're a, yeah. you're so you're like um, it's basically women who don't like the idea of men trans being women. better being better at being women than them yeah yeah it offends them there was also a joke not to say all his jokes but in Chappelle, he was like you know they feel the same way that niggas feel about blackface it's like oh this bitch is doing an impression of me you know (laughs) which it was it wasn't hateful i mean that's it look at this guy hate isn't funny fuck suck like get a life and it just wasn't i mean there was literally conveniently what the one the part of the special that i thought was actually the most important part is the one that's getting ignored, ignored where he talked about his friend who was trans and got attacked by the trans community for defending him and shortly after killed herself. And he thinks, and I think it's reasonable to think that her community turning against her probably had something to do with that. And that was really the whole point. This seems dark. This doesn't yeah. seem transphobic. It's, it's kind of well, dark. Like it, yeah, he, it's he saved it for the end. Yeah, that way he brought that. He kind of <laughs> got to got there. But like that was the mm-hmm. point of the whole trans joke is that like you people are being you're so vitriolic that you're literally killing people in your own community. And it's absolutely a good point. And it's all it's literally all for this moment. So two nobodies can stand in the middle of a crowd and say, look, we matter. Literally, literally. The trans people at Netflix. I wish Netflix would just fire those bitches. Just fire them. I mean, fuck. I mean, you're literally a company. It's crazy. They're calling this company transphobic. Look how many trans people were working there. Yeah, it's like, wow, okay. And literally, there was some fucking backlash. I was like, well, put them in more powerful positions. Like, do they did they earn it? Because last I checked, they're fucking desk jockeys. Literally, I mean, you know, the whole thing is really telling because they're not requesting that the because the, now they're protesting like there's people protesting um, or there's like a bunch of staff that went on strike and there's some people protesting at Netflix headquarters and like they're not actually demanding the special be taken down. They're demanding a bigger paycheck. So it's very yeah. much like, OK, yeah, this is this is very much about everyone's rights. There's also I yeah. heard some comedians have started protesting as well, and it's just for some odd reason, happens to be fucking comedians that aren't funny and are always talking about like like trying to make a liberal jokes. Yeah, like who? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen's fucking. He's lost it. He and has. He's, he's not he's a comedian. Like, <laughs> he laughs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this guy. I didn't know he was Canadian. Is he? What does he do? I didn't. Does he do stand up? No, he does not. No, he's a, he's a, he's a writer. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what, no, he's one of so the, so not 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 charismatic enough to be a stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> he's Precisely. pretty funny though. I like him. He's been, I like his movies. He's too. a good writer. He's a good writer. Yeah. But you know, it's fu- the my favorite thing that I saw about this was the counter protest. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> a guy had a sign. A guy had a sign that said "jokes are funny." Yeah, and then yeah. that guy got jumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like snatched a sign and broke it, and then he had the stick, and they were like, "He's got a weapon," which was funny because another thing that Chappelle said in, in the skit was that gays are gays are a minority until they need to be white again, and that was yeah. white ass behavior right there. Yeah, it was like, "Call the cops. He's got a weapon." <laughs> <laughs> the guy said it. They're like, I'm just here to say jokes are funny, people. What got me was there's a bitch with a fucking tambourine or whatever the fuck, which is yelling at his face, going, Repent! Yeah, repent! That was weird. That was weird. It's like, Repent to who? You ain't God. It's getting very religious. I've been hearing many, many people argue that a lot of these woke ideologies are, are, are actually serving the function of religion um, mm-hmm. for a lot of people who are not religious. And, you know, it it's makes not sense. wrong. It makes sense. Yeah, it, yeah, it really does. I mean, there's a whole list of like words that you can't say because it like it's forbidden and and you have your own language and nomenclature. Like fucking, no one knows what the fuck a, a communion is outside of Christianity. Literally, yeah, it's feeling very, uh, very Sunday school special. It really is. <laughs> Every time I hear a liberal talk, I'm like, this is the same feeling that I fucking. I shouldn't say a liberal, a liberal activist. Every time I hear a liberal activist talk, I'm like, this feels like I'm in Sunday school again. Yeah. Nick, you Nick, can, Nick can you unshare the screen real quick? Yeah, I got you. I got you. When you guys bring up um, religious like tendencies, I always think of this woman. Oh, <laughs> this woman is my favorite woman. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The wait. best woman. I, I don't think I. I don't think I should. We're not sound. sponsored by Seamrush. But uh, well, we're, while he's working this out, did you see the? Uh, there was another clip from that counter protest. Oh my God! President of the United States of America. So for any audio listeners that wasn't sure what that was, it was this woman, this probably lesbian woman at Trump's inauguration. No, no, no. it's the woman at Trump's inauguration. Oh, the woman, the only yeah. one screaming like 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 Luke Skywalker was screaming when he when Darth Vader <laughs> told him he was his fucking dad, bro. Like her life fell apart. Literally. Like the government <laughs> took her house. Her kids were fucking turned over. Like it's that's it. <laughs> oh my God. I really feel for people who get that affected by the shit that goes on. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I feel for them because I feel like they're like brainwashed into thinking that this shit matters. Well, see, you're empathetic, Justin, and yeah. me and Nick are sick in the head. Yeah. <laughs> That's the that's the problem. You feel for these people. <laughs> I'm past that. I'm way past that. Yeah. I'm the most conservative one on the podcast, and I feel for these people. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're a libertarian, man. I think it's coming. It's slowly coming out. You're <laughs> no, just a closeted I just, libertarian. I was just talking to the liberty. I was just talking to some libertarians on Twitter too, and I was like, because I was like, they the libertarian New Hampshire. They put made another post about how kids don't need school. And I was what? like, this is crazy. Like, I was like, I said, I was like, I keep thinking of a libertarian. And then you people say crazy shit like this. 
And then I had a bunch of boomers be like, I got my job at 14. My first job. What's wrong with that? Da, da, da. Like, <laughs> I got mine at 15. There's nothing fucking wrong with that. But you know what I had to do to keep that job? Keep good fucking grades because that's what matters. <laughs> like, people are crazy. Yeah. Everything's got to be all or nothing with everyone. Fuck. Yeah. As I was saying earlier, like, <laughs> These same people, like when, when they ran up to the fucking counter poster, they were, they were like, we'll get him. We'll fucking get him this time. Black lives matter. Black lives. <laughs> and they started chanting with them. The fucking counter poster like, yes, black lives do matter. Like, oh, that's, a, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's such a good counter. You're that's right. Putting, yeah. It's putting the counter and counter protest right there. Speaking that's of chants, have you guys heard of the Let's Go Brandon thing that's been going around the conservative what? community? No, so, let's go Brandon. So it, it happened. It started at a NASCAR match or whatever. The guy race, that won, race. his name was Brandon, right? Uh, and while he was like receiving his medal or whatever, the audience behind him started screaming, fuck Joe Biden, like chanting it. They're like, fuck Joe Biden, <laughs> fuck Joe Biden. And then like the lady with the mic that was like giving him, I guess she's like giving him his interview or whatever. Um, he asked, he was like, what are they saying? And she said, oh, they're saying let's go, Brandon, because I guess she was trying <laughs> to defuse the situation. And um, it turned into a whole thing. And now all, all the conservatives for like the past two weeks have just been like tweet, like saying let's go, Brandon. For <laughs> It's funny That's because really they like it, they'll hilarious. do anything to not curse some of these fucking, especially the Christian conservatives. They love it because it means fuck Joe Biden, but they don't have to bleep it out like Ben Shapiro yeah. does. She's like, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome i like i like how some politicians have such a well manicured image that they won't cuss right they'll say darn it and yeah. frick yeah. but then they'll but then they'll murder a journalist yeah yeah they'll Boys. skewer they'll they'll skewer a child and roast it live and then come on and be like you can't say bad words boys how can we get this flag <laughs> ten dollars boys come on that's that's a good price that's a really good bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Zach, this better be on your wall next week. I just want one that says fuck Joe Biden. I'm not a fucking <laughs> Christian. I don't need to put I don't need to hide it. Which that's I love awesome. that the official Let's Go Brandon is like it's based off of Biden's logo. And that's like a cute little. I love how like it's such a scam politics that like Within a matter of days, there's multi-million dollar merch campaigns. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you don't you don't think some of this shit was planned? Really? <laughs> really? They just roll in the middle of where manufacturers have stalled on production, they just have a rollout <laughs> of fucking merch. Come on, people. <laughs> this shit is so staged. You know, it's a good time to be a t-shirt company in America, man. Every fucking day there's some new shit. You slap on a t-shirt and sell it to thousands of people. Just, just have a, like a, a, um, what's it called when you have like um a cookie cutter a template um, a template where it just says fuck and then insert whoever you want <laughs> and you could sell billions of t-shirts. <laughs> God, man, I you know I'm always wondering like who makes all these t-shirts, all these political t-shirts. Oh, it's got to be like fucking like hopefully random. it's mom and pops, but I'm guessing it's a. Uh, backed by an international investor yeah i've definitely seen the people that like make their own fuck joe biden t-shirts they're very sweet like um 
I don't know if it's as prevalent in Chicago, but like in DC and New York, you'll see those street vendors with the fucking political shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those always get because I'm like, who, who makes these? I when, I was, too. when I was at uh, Jake, not Jake, when I was at Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather, when we were pulling in the parking lot, there was guys selling t-shirts with like Logan and Floyd looking at each other like that. And I was, and he was selling for 20 bucks. No more. I think it was like 40 bucks. And I was like wondering, I'm like, how much of that money goes into Logan and Floyd's pocket? Oh, it can't. Mm. Like, it depends on how greasy the guy looks that's selling it. <laughs> <laughs> At a certain point of grease, you know, he's, he's, he's keeping all that shit. To me, 100%. it looks like they just hired fucking Rand, like people that they were like, hey, you want to make like 100 bucks? And they just fucking gave him the T-shirts. Mm. I know a lot of the times, like with like, uh, I remember reading about how Trump, one of the ways that he got his T-shirts everywhere was he would like send them to like independent people who sold T-shirts. Like he had a bunch, he had a bunch of like sellers rather than like trying to distribute himself. <clears throat> we should get in the T-shirt game, man. <laughs> Money. Absolutely not. I can make this podcast profitable. God damn it. I want a T-shirt that just says Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking, of, you know, I was gonna save this for my hemorrhoid, but I feel like it's related, so we can get into it. The past couple of weeks have been—it's been a tough couple of weeks to call myself a conservative. I can't lie. Yeah, okay, bro. There. <sighs> so the main thing, Republicans have been all—they've been saying crazy shit these past couple of weeks. They've been talking about like secession and shit. I'm like, you people are losing it. Fuck. Like, where's Texas's standing army if we're gonna succeed, bitch? Uh. But have you heard? Did you hear about gay Superman? No. Okay. So in the new Superman comic, it's like the son of Kal-El. It's not even Superman. It's his son. He's bisexual and he's fucking some fucking pink haired journalist or whatever. You know. That's okay. Can we let's call it like it is. This is wish fulfillment. This journalist is like, ah, if only Kal-El would notice me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Whoever wrote that, that's what he wishes his life looked like. But They they want super dick, let's be honest. Dude, the way that all these fucking, pretty much every conservative that I follow at all mentioned it. And not only did they mention it, it was, this is an attack on masculinity and an attack on America, and they're trying to make our kids gay. And I'm, I'm like, hey, Guys, healthcare plan? Anyone? Can do we have a healthcare plan? I mean it's it's fucked because yeah. they're already hot. gay. Let's not <laughs> I mean it's just it's just like and I get what the you know fuck are we is it cringe? About? Is it cringe? Yes. Is it kind of fucking dumb? Yes. Would I rather just see him punch like Luther in the fucking mouth? Yes. But like, is this representative of an attack on masculinity and an injection of like communist values? I don't think so. It's just also, can I can I say something? Yeah. If you draw your idea and your model for masculinity from grown men who wear tights, exactly. You're a fucking loser version. Thank you. you. Like Superman's (laughs) always been faggy. Like, let's all be like yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the guy, the guy's not even a human. What are we doing? Like, if anything, it's weird because this is like bestiality. It's weird. (laughs) 
I mean, it's 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 just it's just because it it just frustrates me because I'm one of those people that's always saying like, you know what we need in this country, a strong conservative party, because the fucking Democrats are starting to act like the Chinese Communist Party. And I'm not down with that. And then you look at the conservative party and these niggas are complaining about fucking gay Superman and wishing and saying that what's wrong with America is that we all don't go to, to church anymore. Like, shut up. Do you have a fucking put together a platform? I mean, I, the, I the what is the Republican platform genuinely besides gay Superman is bad? What's what's the, what what is it? Lower taxes. Yeah, lower taxes. Um, get the government out of my shit. Yeah, deregulation and lower taxes. How exciting! The same platform. I, the same how platform exciting. of the last sixty years. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how they lost their party to a fucking clown named Trump, and then the clown <laughs> named Trump still lost to the dying man that is now in the White House, the literal corpse. <laughs> I like that. This this, this, this this podcast is devolving into something I never agreed. They to. should just put that. Just make this Superman. For the audio listeners, we're looking at a Superman with like a puppy strap on like a harness and like like how many times have we had fictitious characters in homoerotic situations in the past three weeks on the show i'm trying to get yeah very often it comes up it's very important shout out to zane knox on twitter and you know what i do gotta say another thing okay (laughs) all the people that are like really 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 mad about because people have been saying they made superman gay okay these comic books are based in a multiverse for any of the people who have lives and don't know what that means, that means that there are infinite versions of every single one of these characters and they're all different. We've seen a Nazi Superman. We've seen black Superman. We've seen female Superman. We've seen them all. So it's like it does. It's not even like it's a far stretch that one of the fucking infinite Superman sucks dick sometimes. Like, what are we really talking about here? Yeah, it's not the thing that he's by, isn't it? Yeah. Also, he's probably going to get can- with a woman at some point. That twig is probably going to get fucking murdered by Lex Luthor and he'll fucking find a bitch. <laughs> can I can I say um, Rick and Morty had a great um, not Rick and Morty. South Park had a great. Uh, they talked about it on their show where they're uh, talking about how family guy. It's so easy to write because you just have a script that's new every ep- like a universe that's new every episode and unlimited characters to pull from the multiverse wet the thing is it's the most intellectually lazy what w- form of writing and it's just a cash grab it's just so they can have infinite things and have no have no like valid excuse for it just so they can make money off it so maybe we should stop um prioritizing this stupid fucking red S that's on that's with the yellow plate. Cause I never, maybe I'm projecting cause I never thought Superman was cool, but like he just sucks. And, and people should have, shouldn't, uh, that's look a up good to this point. Guy. He's verifiably the lamest fucking superhero. Squirrel girl is, be- is more interesting fuck? than Superman. What you talking about his bulge? He's kind of hung. I'm not going to yeah, lie. He's, he's fine. Yeah. Nick straight, um, by the way. For <laughs> <our audio laughs> I think the jury might still be out on that one. 
Damn, remember when Superman had a hairy chest? That was something bad. else that I, that uh, that all these Republicans kept saying when they like they, when they brought it up. They would always like, in addition to talking about trying to frame this as being an attack on masculinity and Christian values, they also would go out of their way to be like, you know, I don't read comics because I'm an adult and like you really shouldn't <laughs> be reading them. But like, I here's why I care, even though I think it's lame and it's for children. And it's like, what are you? What? Why are you talking about it? If you don't even fucking read comic books shut up like it's just shut up it's okay it's okay to like not have an opinion sometimes it's re- it really is yeah we said it on i think it was our last episode that we recorded or maybe two episodes ago where i was like you can have an opinion but that doesn't mean anyone should ever listen to that and you should think that it holds any weight like if you've never had a coke you can't argue why pepsi is better than coke like, the, like you get everyone has an opinion and they're like assholes. They stink and everyone has one. But like, but I don't know. I think I mean, we need to just... get we've already addressed this. And Nick, you know, brought up how we're it's like the perversion of like the enlightenment thinking and free thinkers and like all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't want us to be a col- a true collectivist society i don't think but i also i i think the free thinking has gone a little too far <clears throat> i mean I, I think it's not that free thinking has gone too far i think it's that a bunch of people have come up with really good ways to convince people that they're free thinkers when they're not they're the perversion of free thinking yeah it's yeah it's because they emphasize the free over the thinking part. exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> whoa that's the next sticker that's a good one yeah um I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just something it's something ridiculous about a fucking grown ass fucking conservative journalist being like being this being like if if you read this, you're a child. But like we're going to we're going to spend 30 fucking minutes talking about it. Yeah, let's call it as it is. Some male writer in the fucking DC Comics writer room saw that one scene in one of the Superman movies where Henry Cavill went to town on Lois Lane in the bathtub and was like, I really wish that was me. And then they wrote this literally. Dude, hey, you know, I mean, my thing is like, who is who is this? Who is this bringing to the Republican Party? What voters are you getting by being weirdly homophobic? Like, not even really homophobic, just being weird. I think it's, it's just to maintain weird. their. It's it's meant to maintain their base because, like, you'll see on Fox News literally every day. It's like there's a war on X. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. a war on hot dogs or whatever the fuck. It's like, yeah, okay, I know. It's like every dude. This is Grandpa Joe. It's, it's just, cabin. it's just. I mean, and, and I mean, most Americans don't go to fucking church. Even the ones that do don't really fucking care. Okay, they don't. They definitely don't care about gays. Nobody cares about <laughs> gays anymore. Like this is not a winning issue for you. It just doesn't make any sense. It's not harping really on and on and on with this dumb culture war bullshit. When it's like, hey, maybe come up with a platform. Come up with a fucking plan. You're always talking about China. How do you? What are you gonna do about China? How about that? <laughs> like both. You know, both. Island. Oh, I want to bring this up. China is fucking itself over, but let's get finished with this. I heard that they were in trouble. Um, They're in big trouble. Well, that's great. So we're all (laughs) every, even the people that are supposed to be our captors are fucking (laughs) fucking that up. Oh, we're everyone is everyone is shot. Everyone's shot. Absolutely gone. They're not present. (laughs) Their bodies are there, but their mind isn't. (laughs) And I'm fucking I'm I'm tired of these (laughs) motherfucking media, Twitter politicians 
fucking NFL, my fucking fantasy team. It's not. <laughs> I'm. It's been bad. I'm projecting, <laughs> but like we're totally fucked. Yeah, but two things that I've seen recently from China is that they don't have power, and their buildings are falling apart. Oh, I heard that their uh, their housing thing is about to bust. Their housing market's about to bust. Yeah, that, that uh, too. And that their debt is now getting to a point that's it's problematic. Yes, China has virtually no economy. Mm, yeah. And yeah, but I. Paid I mean, it, for, it like forced an economy into existence very quickly. So it's like it kind of is like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it was born. Tell me that wasn't going to work. Uh, yeah, they opened their gates in like 1970 something and their economy just bumped up super fast. Yeah. Uh, they didn't know what to do with it. So now it's just coming back down. I mean, I also have been hearing a big problem with in China is like innovation because the way they've set everything up is that like they don't they, they, you're not really incentivized to do new great things in China, especially because if it's good enough, the government will just steal it and then like it's not yours anymore. That I haven't heard of, but I have heard that a lot of big companies are pulling out of China because they don't like what the CCP is doing. Yeah, so like lot, I mean, yeah. any company in China, like at, at some point, they're all going to just be Chinese companies like they're stealing the fuck out of all these companies. Right. But like, um, what's it called? A lot of the workers are having issues now, like with wages and all that, because literally every single huge manufacturer, like international manufacturer that was based in China is pulling out. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of homeless, starving people in China. Again, right. by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, at least they beat, they beat homelessness for a few years. I have also heard that they have a consumption issue because like there's actually like, like they have a lot of government subsidies to get people what they need, but like not a lot of people actually have like spare money. So they don't have a lot of people going out and buying all these products and shit and like using the infrastructure that they've built because they can't afford it. Yeah. Like unless you're like one of the old money or like kind of in the upper class, you can't really yeah. do that type of shit. Yeah. And what they want, they want a middle and lower class like what America has, because our, our middle lower class, we still spend money. Yeah, that's what they want. But they're poor. <laughs> because they've made most of them slaves so <laughs> yeah did you see um there's a thing going around where they're losing power because for some reason china was still using coal <laughs> for their energy and then a shit ton of coal mines flooded or maybe like one big one flooded mm. like severely that they couldn't use it so that are just random outages for wow. unknown periods of time in, throughout china while i did not know they ran on coal that's amazing yeah. right yeah while at the same time, literally all their houses are falling apart because construction companies cannot turn a profit on construction. So they just make it with the cheapest possible shit with the cheapest possible labor. And the houses Ooh. are falling apart. It looks okay. like fucking, they look like stage houses. I love how it turns out that that all, that all I think communism, what it really does is it brings you to the same end as capitalism, just much quicker. <laughs> just expedited capitalism. Yeah, but the 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 valley is much deeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about a low fucking low. Yeah, you know, good news not for the Chinese people, but good news for us. <laughs> Communism doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> this just in. I mean, they literally they had to become like a half capitalist country to become one of the most powerful countries. Like, it's very obvious that communism does fucking work. Yeah. All, where do we still have this? Fucking get off. I don't get know. We've just been shit. looking at gay Superman kiss for 20 minutes. <laughs> get off my shit, gay Superman. Boy. 
God, imagine getting taught by fucking Superman. Christ. He, yeah. Remember that line he had in, um, I think it was an original Batman. No, no, no. It was in when he fought Doomsday. Uh-huh. The animated Doomsday. He was like, for all of my life, I've been playing like, uh, like this is a sandcastle in a glass house. Now I can finally go free. And he fucking whips shit on Doomsday. It's like, Superman, I don't want to see you go all out in bed. Yikes. <laughs> uh, you know him and Wonder Woman was getting it on. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have to hold back for her. Bro, and she never met a man before in her life. Bro, and she gets out and then he- uh, Henry Cavill is looking her up and down with his big dick. <laughs> she took that She took that rope of truth and wrapped it right around his balls. Said, Come here, nigga. <laughs> Call me fucking daddy. She totally topped. What happened in the three seconds that I left and came back to it? <laughs> we were taught, we, we got, we, we got, we somehow circled back into guest Superman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And I, feel I, like they switch, I feel like they switch positions sometimes. I feel like sometimes Wonder Woman's like, oh, breathe me. I think they do the flip. Yeah. Um, it's like, like one of those types of deals where whoever makes dinner gets the top type of deal. You know, I feel like we might as well just put like full sex scenes in all storytelling at this point. Just do it. Like show me. Yeah, fucking. I want to see the Amazonian puss. I want to see what it's like for the Teletubbies to fuck. Absolutely. Eight foot tall bears. I feel like it'd be some Eldritch type shit. I don't want to see that. That's got to be for life. What's Eldritch? Like Lovecraftian type horror. Oh, like the the vague floating, floating like balls of eyes or a floating ball of eyes in space. A lot of horrifying greens and no. Yeah. Have, have you either of you guys seen ho- the new Halloween, Halloween Kills? No. no. I've seen trailers for that, and I was like, this is going to be dog I did shit. hear it was homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was? Apparently. That's what well, I heard. I, I I wish I saw it, but... I guess um, he kills some gay some gay kid or something. I, don't know. I mean, it should be fair. I hear he kills an entire town of people, so... Yeah, yeah. it seems like representation to me, but... <laughs> but, um... Just be proud I, of you made the list. I heard the opening scene was good, but then after that, it's like the writing is so bad that it's good, possibly. So I might check it out. I mean, it's you... the kind of movie where like you don't actually want it to be good. Truly. Yeah. Like if they're still yeah, bringing uh, back, is it Jamie Lee Curtis that's still in that? Or is it he, he, else? She is. She is. And I heard she does a very bad job. Mm. But well, I think I, she mean, just wants, I wouldn't I mean, put it past her if she wanted to be done with that franchise. Or they just don't take the role. Oh, but the role makes bank. Yeah, money. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> so then, I guess I don't want to hear it. You can, you. I don't want to hear you complain about it if you take the role. I better not hear anyone making millions complain about anything. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, frankly, I don't care what the fuck the job is. If you had to make that millions by sucking Joe Biden's dick, don't complain. Okay. <laughs> Many of us would gladly do that shit. And that's why Kamala is the fucking VP. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, it's fun. I think it's this this whole thing, going back to it being supposedly homophobic, this whole thing that's happening with like media or like 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 fiction where just all this this big group of people that feels like if anything bad happens to a minority in the movie or the minority does a bad thing, then the movie is phobic against that minority. Like it's yeah, like what's wrong with you? I don't know. It's the most nonsensical bullshit that I've ever heard in my life. Like, it's so narcissistic because it's it's wanting to treat 
people, not as humans. It's like acknowledging their their um, the fact you know, that we're all good and evil at the same. The time. fact that we all have faults, yeah, yeah, and the fact that bad things happen to everybody. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's total. First of all, it's starting to make less and less sense. The more I was tweeting about this, too, it makes making less and less sense. The more movies that we do have with like black leads and female leads and queer leads and whatever. It's like we're getting we keep getting more and more. So it's like, OK, at a certain point, we're going to have to stop pretending that there's a problem. <laughs> because like in the last year, how many last few years, how many fucking movies have had a black queer woman lead? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like so many. fucking most of them, probably. I mean, it's get to the point, like literally going back to the conversation, the uh a conversation I was having with all those fucking wheelchair people. Uh, they're <laughs> oh, like, that's a they're perfect like, title name, for them. Like, so many of them were like, name three disabled heroes. And I'm like, like, first of all, it's not even that hard. Professor X, Luke Skywalker, and what was my, what was my third one? Batman. He's fucking, Batman's fucking crazy. There you go. <laughs> right, right off the right, off the dome. Yeah, but it's, sure like it's not even that thing. hard. It's weird when they try to act like there's no representation and you're like, I can I can sit here and come up with 20 examples of representation. And then they're like, well, it's unbalanced still. Well, how do you know that? Like, have you tallied up all of the disabled heroes and the disabled villains and compared? Yeah, it's like, what do you want? Do you want it to be you? Do they you don't want a story about you? Fucking fighting whatever the fuck you want to fight? That's literally no. what people want. They want but a story about themselves. But that's so, of course, everything has to be relatable now. Nothing can be, like, removed, even if it's sci-fi yeah. genre. It has to be somehow relatable, which is just the biggest crock of shit. The, what do you guys think about this? I heard stand-ups say, like, now you're a good, you're viewed as a better act if you can, if you only talk about your materials about your life. Mm. Whereas comedians of like the nineties, you could talk about whatever the fuck you wanted. Yeah. And you could pretend to be whoever you wanted. Yeah. I don't think that the wait. If this if it's like saying that, oh yeah, because your special is about you, that makes it better. I don't think that's true. I think he's saying that like it's perceived as being better. Well, it's yeah, perceived it's also- as being because it doesn't rub anyone the wrong way. Yeah. You can't, no one can be offended because you're like, this is my personal experience. Yeah, yeah the only Dave- safe thing to pick yeah. on is yourself. Yeah, well, that's what Dave did, and you saw that's not even a safe bet. Yeah, true, because he did pick on himself. He- yeah. <laughs> he did. <laughs> did he say something about was a- by his uncle or something? Yeah, and there was a very solid bit where he explained that he was into very dirty feet, and I was like, oh. oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah, he was talking about how he lives in a small town because he's like, because I like white girls with dirty feet. I was like, that is the Dave may be becoming a redneck. Is he in the south? Dave's been a redneck, dude. I mean, not a redneck, but he's a he's pretty podunk. He's yeah. from all he's from Ohio. Oh yeah, that'll do from it. A farm in Ohio. Yeah, from white, yeah, he was from white people, Ohio, not black people, Ohio. I think there might be something to what you were saying, though, Zach. Because I mean, I do think like. That's very much people love personal stories. I think that's one of the things that made YouTube so big whenever YouTube was first getting big is all these YouTubers, they were all always talking about themselves. People love that. People love to listen to people talk about themselves. Yeah. So, but you don't even have to have a traditional setup punchline yeah. as long as you're relatable and people, you'll, you can get yeah. some sort of uh, <clears throat> people to hear you out. I mean, there's like a whole group of like, 
like mom and dad comics who just tell stories about their kids and like people fucking love it because everybody because they got kids and they're like i get it yeah and i i like some comics that have a lot of material about you know their father or parenthood and like but just but if the writing wasn't good i wouldn't like it yeah it Mm. it it's less of the fact that it's a relatable, it's the way the comic can make that relatable moment funny. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not just that it's relatable. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of the stories are made up, but they tell them as if they were true. Yeah. Like, they're exaggerated or hyperbolized, yeah. but it's like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's funny, because I, I, like, I really like... I like both kinds of comics when they do it right. I love them because like some of my favorites, like I would like Ron White, one of my all time favorites. He like it's all stories about him fucking being a drunk asshole, you know, (laughs) and then like George Carlin, another one of my all time favorites. It was all about fucking like politics and America and like the social sphere and shit. And they were both to me like equally like great comics. But what about I, I, I guess I'm not talking about I'm talking about the comic who doesn't really have an audience and they're just like an open micer and they're like, I have anxiety. And then people like give them a standing ovation. Oh yeah. Those guys. <laughs> uh, well, those guys are hack frauds. Yeah. They they're, get, yeah. they get, they get play. I think, I don't know. Actually, I can't think of a comic who does that. That really is actually doing that great. There was one. And I remember this because it burns into my mind because it was back in a time when I was just going through Netflix trying to find comedy specials, and this one came out. Uh, Wasn't a net like that? No, no, it's this bitch. Yeah, yeah that's, that's net. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I've been, I, you know, I don't know much about her, but I... I do know that she is she's almost universally despised. This is what I keep hearing about Hannah Gatsby is that everyone don't, fucking hates her. I don't I don't despise her. You don't despise I, her. I think Nanette is an atrocity. Okay, but, yeah. but but I don't I'm not gonna pick on this woman because I watched Nanette all the way through because people could not stop talking about it. So I was like, I have to watch this. And it wasn't as bad as people said. Was it a comedy okay. special? Absolutely not. Oh, like yeah. it was. <laughs> it was not a comedy special. But I would say it was clear to me that she was a stand-up. Okay. Because the, the her hmm. the the way she would throw in punchlines. Her when she threw in a punchline, it was funny. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, she clearly has the skill set of a comic, but it was a monologue of like mostly serious stuff. And yeah, I feel like I saw a clip and I feel like I remember her talking about like being abused or something. She says talks about getting raped. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And but but um hilarious. But her <laughs> the the way she circle um I guess closes the loop on that is she says I built a career of being a stand-up and I like I'm self-deprecating. <laughs> but because I got raped and I came out and said I got raped, now I'm like empowered and I'm not gonna pick on myself anymore. I'm just gonna uh be funny or something. Well you I should like- do that for your next special. Okay, Zach, I think I know what you were saying now. Cause it's not that they it's not necessarily a comic that talks about themselves. It's a comic that talks about their own spiritual journey. 
like that kind of comic. That's like I'm yeah. as a person on stage and I want you like you. You're, I'm going to grow with you guys. That's awful. Yeah. Which which may be what Dave Chappelle did. I don't know. I didn't see his special. <laughs> <laughs> um, he grew into a turf. I would say it's similar to what Bo Burnham does, but a lot less fucking shit. Did, you, did y'all see that last Bo Burnham thing inside? Yeah, it was I weird. I, Yo, that was, was the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah, it was wrong to label it a comedy, I think. It was not even funny. Yeah, because it was more introspective, I feel like. Yeah, it was all about how he chose to stay in a room for a year straight, although he's a fucking millionaire and could have gone to Texas. That's what it was about. I mean, it was the most it was the most like self-worshipping bullshit. It was more about like how um, he ran away from the stage because he was like, oh, I my mental health is not at a state where I can perform on stage oh, like comfortably. So he just locked himself away and then he wrote this to kind of uh, kind of display that. But it's not a comedy. He spends the whole time talking about how hard it is to be in a room by yourself that he's choosing to be in. Yeah. I mean, it's the most. It's, it's the, uh. <laughs> I used to, you know, I used to like him. I liked some of his early stuff a lot. That's probably why it annoyed the shit out of me to see <laughs> just such an awful piece of shit come from him. Well, the music wasn't even good. He's had some greats too, man. Remember, did you ever hear his uh pandering, his like country song about pandering country music? Yeah, that was in his uh in Make Happy. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Make Happy was like, good. Yeah, like these first three where his first three specials were when he was mainly doing comedy, and then after eighth grade, I think, and a little bit after that, he was focusing a little less on comedy more like film and artistic expression which is why i think it's wrong to label inside as a comedy because it's like well he's not really doing co- it, it has some comedic elements but it's not a comedy at heart which is what i think that fucking hannah gadsby tries to do except she's doing it in the medium of stand-up comedy which is like even more removed from the heart of it so i'm like oh. yeah I mean, I don't know. What, I, what would these people call themselves if they didn't call themselves comics, though? Like, it could just be like, I mean, what else would you say? Well, you could say a- you'd say a one man show. OK, yeah. sure. I but then you can't like a- you can't say man. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> one creature show. Uh, Hannah Gatsby. What's the what's the male yeah, equivalent yeah. of birthing person? Huh? Fuck. Oh, this came up uh, last podcast actually. And we we kind of skipped past it. You guys haven't heard of the birthing people thing? I think I've heard a little bit of it. So it's a whole thing where like a bunch like a bunch of people have decided that instead of saying women, we're just gonna say birthing people. Mm. And it's like oh, it's, it's the CDC okay. is saying birthing people. Uh, a journal, one journalist literally edited uh, Ruth, one of Ruth Bader Ginsburg interviews that she did with her, and it replaced all the time she said women with birthing people. I am one hundred percent behind this because <laughs> women need to be put in their place and show less respect. <laughs> and doesn't it sound so like fucking like you fucking dirty birthing bitch? The only thing that matters, it, it, the only thing that matters is what comes out of your holes. Yeah. 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 Literally. Yeah. It's very much, very much right back to classic, classic sexism. Fucking. Birthing people's day. Mother's day. 
<laughs> I mean, it's uh, the most. Tucker. It's the most. It's just the most. It's like what? But, you know, it's weird, though, because there's no equivalent for men. And I keep noticing this one because this is related to the trans issue, right? No, no, no. Um, we we're, we have a solution for this. There is a gender gender neutral noun for someone that you are directly related to, but below. It's called a parent. Mm, true, a mother. <laughs> well, because the whole there. thing, like the reason that they're saying that we can't use mother is because trans men give birth to. How many though? I mean. Um, just how how many how many trans how many babies have fallen out of a trans uh oh you're saying a trans man or a trans woman trans man yeah okay 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 so like it was presumably one that kept all of his women bits yeah so yeah that's why we're saying birthing people now but it's weird because there is no equivalent for men like and this keeps happening when it comes to the trans thing is like it like they're like fucking with women, but like not really fucking with men. Like, you know, trans women want to get into women's sports. There's that's not going the other way. There's the whole bathroom. That's thing, a woman. For some reason seems to be focused no, on trans women going into the bathroom. <laughs> that's a mother, though. I mean, sure. That's a birthing person. OK, let's <laughs> respect. Oh, this dude's got titties. Damn. Damn. Went through all that just to get titties again. Yeah. Fucking share, fucker. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's uh yeah, I can't believe you guys you guys hadn't heard of that. I've been like hearing people talk about that. Because who the fuck cares? Yeah, literally no one cares. Just oh, that's my parents. That's my dad, that's my dad, or that's my mom, that's my dad. I mean, like, if you're a, a kid. Like, if these are your parents, you don't give a fuck because kids, this is one thing that I feel like more people need to need to realize is that kids could literally give less than half of a shit about all this dumb fucking bullshit adults are talking about. For real. They're trying to get their first kiss and fucking save up some change to buy a lollipop next time they go to the fucking dollar store. They don't give a fuck about birthing people. Just just, Just to prove the fact that some kids just straight up don't give a shit. Some of them today still call their parents just by their first name. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they just don't give a shit like fuck it you're in net now I don't know I mean speaking of kids have you guys seen all the debates going on with schools I've heard of oh them. god it's fucking I feel so bad for these kids bro I feel so bad for them <laughs> we got out of education at the perfect oh, time perfect perfect Right. I, I think for me, it was great because I was like, right, you know, like I got affirmative action before it got weird, you know, so I got, I got into a good college and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, women's a lot of women seem to be offended by all of this that's going on. And I think I can I can, I can understand their perspective. Go to the two homeboys with uh, the wave caps. Yeah, but you know, the, oof. <laughs> My man's got four nipples on uh, one side. Wait, what? Zoom in on that nip. No, this is fucking. That's a nipple piercing, homie. I mean, I got bad eyesight, man. Oh God, it is. Yeah. Fucking Christ. That's where I'm in. Good for you for like cut your tits off, but you should have fucking left the nipple piercing at home. <laughs> But, you know, it's, I was interestingly enough, I was talking uh, about all this trans stuff with my mom. 
And she was very much like of the perspective. I was almost shocked by how measured her perspective she had, where she was like, I mean, their experience isn't my experience, but I also don't give a fuck what they want to call themselves. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that sounds like common sense. Look at that. <laughs> Which that that's I mean, that's most of these issues. Like it always that's my my, my perspective continually always ends up being girl i don't care and you shouldn't care either like that's just always where i end up at it's just like who fucking oh but if you want to if you want to get in line of people who you know want to be called what they call themselves like we should probably take care of the american indians first you know, yeah, I think you know, some of them like to go by Indian, so that's like not even some of them go, some of them use it. I, I guess mean, I my think... point is like, don't expect us to, to fuck you. We'll, we'll listen to you once, maybe, yeah. but if you if you change it around on us, we're, we're just not, we don't have the energy to keep up. I mean, I only have so much patience to care about everybody else's problems, you know. Yeah, I don't, I have none. <laughs> See, and I'm empathetic, so I have a little bit, but not that much. It only it only fucking goes so far. I mean, that's really the tea. I mean, a lot of stuff we've talked about goes back to a lot of people really want everybody to care about their personal problems. Yeah. And so sorry, people sis, just but to there's the too lives. many fucking problems. <laughs> well, I mean, we're literally Americans can't find a way to give a shit about women who are get, like not even women, girls who are getting married in Afghanistan right now. <laughs> we think we, I'm supposed to give a shit about. What do you think about the bathrooms? Who's supposed to go in the bathroom? Go in there and take a shit. Who fucking what? You might get sighted a little weird if you roll up to a fucking urinal and roll and fucking hike up your skirt. Speaking of like which, shit. there was a story about so the school district that lets uh, trans kids use the bathroom that they want to use. Yeah. Um. One of the uh the school and funnily enough, daily the Daily Wire broke this story. This Ben Shapiro's journalism oh uh, thing. It's like one of the first real stories that they've broken. Um, but some girl, I guess, got raped by this boy that wears skirts sometimes in the girl's bathroom. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah. And that that obviously that turned into a whole thing because and honestly, I feel like both sides are wrong in multiple ways. Right. First of all, the school did not like apparently the school kind of tried to cover it up. And then the dad <laughs> apparently went to a PTA meeting and was a little bit upset. Yeah, Understandably, <laughs> it, they got they called the cops on him and got the nigga arrested instead of listening to him say why he did not think that the bathroom policy was a good idea, you know. Yeah. And you can you can understand his perspective, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was part. This was kind of the hedge your bet type of deal that uh, when this first debate started, it's like, hey, most people won't do that. Yeah, but some people will. Yeah. I mean, it's very it's very like this, the whole the way the school's doing it was like shady. And I don't think we should be covering up crimes to serve the liberal agenda. Right. Like if, if, if something happens that doesn't look good for the policy. OK, fine. Like we're going to have to deal with that, you know, and I don't even really think that the bathroom issue is like that big of a deal. I think it's one of those other fake arguments, because like I highly doubt that some somebody who's about to rape a bitch is going to be following her and then like stop because she walked into the women's bathroom. Like, oh, shucks. <laughs> I should have brought my skirt today <laughs> and I could go in there and rape the shit out of that bitch. Like I, I somehow I just don't think that that's going to be stopping many rapists. I mean, bathrooms have been gendered forever and women have been getting raped forever. So it's very much yeah. like I don't even know that this is a debate to have. 
you know? Yeah. It's more, the story should just be like, yeah, some, another girl got raped in the bathroom. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another weird part about it is that apparently they transferred the kid to another school in the district and he did it again. <laughs> I was like, yikes, okay. We should. Somebody really should have taken care of that the first time. (laughs) But of course, you know, that's another one of those things that like all the Republicans the past couple of weeks have been talking about. They won't shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. And it. uh, Which I'll give it to them. The trans issue might be a winning issue for Republicans right now. A lot of people are tired of hearing our bullshit. (laughs) Understandably, I'm tired of hearing it, too. I mean, I didn't even see the Dave Chappelle special yet. Can I at least see the special before I hear <laughs> the reviews? You're spoiling it for me. Well, it's a stellar special. You should watch it just to be informed. I mean, it's interesting. Like, his perspective was kind of... I don't even actually agree with his, what he was saying, yeah. g- genuinely. But I thought, like, I, I laughed at some of it. Yeah. I thought some of it was interesting. His His overall point was that gays get gay issues get more attention than black issues, which I think yeah. is kind of a stupid fucking point to make, honestly. It was part of it. Like, he doesn't go on, he doesn't wax on for the whole special about that, but it was like, hey, this, like, the whole reason that gay people get listened to more often than the black community is because they're white. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, let's not ignore the fact that this, like, LGBT shit mm-hmm. is also racially coded. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason I thought it was kind of like 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 he kind of made a good point, like some of what he was saying is like there's truth to it. But at the same time, they're both groups of people who don't actually have much to complain about and are still complaining. So it's very much like I don't I mean, I mean, it's like a child who's crying, being mad because this other child that was crying for an equally stupid reason got the thing that he wanted first. It's just very much like, hey, how about everybody? quit acting like we're living in this third world fucking miserable whatever the fuck like can we stop he and he's big on the police thing he's very much in with the black lives matter crowd like he fucks with that that whole messaging and that whole point of view which whatever more power to him yeah just thing it's whatever i mean i just i just i just can't i just i just find it so hard to uh care about these people's anyone's problems really Find it real difficult. <laughs> Should we have do it? Go ahead. What I just farted. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> In other news, I heard that elephants are now evolving to be tuskless. Did you guys hear about this? I did not. We've killed so many elephants in the past hundred years that we're forcing them to evolve. That's right. Isn't it pretty fucking cool? So apparently there's this like this like uh, recessive gene that was very rare in elephants where they would not have tusks. And like it used to be massively rare. But now that we've slaughtered them for years and years and years, 50 percent of the females have that gene. So there's a very good chance that in the next like 50 years, 50 to another 100 years, we're going to be looking at no more elephants with tusks. And we're just going to have a tuskless elephants. Which. I don't so even what know are they? What, what are they going to use instead of tusks? I mean, what I think they? they can survive without tusks. Yeah, I don't even know what the tusks were for. They were for um, fucking mating. Like they would fight each other with it. Mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, so I don't how... really. 
I didn't hear about any drawbacks from not having tests when the article I was reading. So it seems like they, I guess they can go, they can do fine without it. Yeah, they're just going to do the old fashioned way, fisticuffs. They're going to get into an <laughs> octagon. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, it's going to be UFC style. Yeah. Would it not be badass to see two fucking elephants wrestling though? <laughs> that would be amazing. Dude, the uh, fucking ground pound scary with the trunk. as fuck. Or not the, t- the fucking ground pound with the trunk. <laughs> so that's I don't know why, but I I just it is interesting the idea just the idea. Well, that's that's sad because I think elephants are one of my favorite animals, and the tusks make them look fucking sick. The tusks <laughs> were really cool. I do think I do think it's nice because like maybe we won't drive them into extinction, so that's yeah. good. Um, I don't know. It's nah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find something else to harvest. Now it's always fascinating to me, like the amount that, like the power that humans have, like especially over a long period of time. I mean, we've forced, and that's not the only species that's evolved because of us or evolved alongside of us. Like, and there's a there's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of schools of thought emerging out of like uh, history. Uh, I guess you would say like the like like history academia. I don't know what's like the term, but like there's a lot a lot of people who are in the business of studying uh, Native Americans and ancient Native Americans and uh, including like South America. Heard a lot of different people in that field kind of talk about the fact that like the land that like Europeans thought was wild was not actually wild. It was cultivated. Like it had been cultivated for thousands of years. And Native Americans did various things. Like in North America, they did they uh they did burnings like control burns. Which is like crazy because I just you would think it's like seems like a modern thing, but they did that, you know, and they like spread seeds around. There's a whole body of work that would suggest that the Amazon rainforest is only like it is because of the p- people that were there like 10,000 years ago. <clears throat> like that's why it's so supposedly why it's so diverse and the soil so rich and shit. I don't know, man. Humans are like powerful. It's crazy. You know, that makes me think about the fact that, like, all these Native people were cultivating this shit for, like, years or, like, hundreds of years before the white people came. It's like, so, you know, I drive, like, about 100 miles a day, right? Yeah. And I'm getting it to the point where I can almost get 40 miles to the gallon if I play my cards right. Uh-huh. That'd be like if some white dude just came into my car and just punched the gas every single time and dropped my gas much down to 20. Like, dude, Literally. what the fuck? They came and they were like, oh, it's very nice. Let's cut it down and build farms. <laughs> it's like, bro, come on. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting. I sometimes I have to marvel at uh, humans can, I mean, we do a lot of crazy shit, man. So are we, are we ending this on a positive or a negative note? Uh, depends on your hemorrhoids. I don't think that was positive. Or negative. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So has anyone had in the last two weeks, has anyone had actual hemorrhoids? Um, well, like I said, for me, it was fucking. Remote. No, like like bloody buttholes. Oh, Christ. No. OK. No, I've so, been working on that one, though. So OK, so we <laughs> weren't that wasn't part of the thing to like try to get those. OK, good. I'll know that. Uh, yeah, we didn't write that on paper. Next time you should put that in the contracts. Did you guys see Squid Games? No. No, I heard oh, that there's a. I heard there's a fine ass um, Asian. So yeah, I've heard there are cute Asian girls in there. So it yeah. might, I might get into that. Yeah, a couple of them were cute. Yeah. I might stop by. It was one. Of, it was. It was very realistically casted. Like a lot of the people, like just kind of look like people. 
like like you would see them on the street type you know oh, like they didn't look like actors there's one actor that i've seen that is kind of in squid game but he's the the dude from train to busan the main no? character no, no 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 i think he was like the bad guy or something like that oh oh i think you're right yeah it's a uh, fucking let me find him that guy got pushed off a fucking bridge <laughs> did he so, bro spoilers really, come on <laughs> it's really interesting for uh yeah this dude this dude was the guy oh yeah yeah and he's fucking ripped <laughs> oh he's fine as fuck oh yeah. my god but so for for those of you that don't know right I'll just give you a general breakdown of the plot or not the plot god, but like the, the the setup because the setup is what's really interesting is it's this game that all these like trillionaires put together where they get uh, like a several hundred people who are in debt and about to be like have their organs harvested and they give them a chance uh, to make like it's like trillions of won or whatever like a bunch of money um, mm-hmm. so they do these games and they play children's games but if you lose you die which right. I gotta say <laughs> unintentionally one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life is <laughs> yo because in the first episode I won't give you any details past the first episode the first episode wait right? are they like are, is it is it the way they execute that is it like Yahtzee and then he puts a gun in his face <laughs> it's very it's different for each game but the first episode was so abrupt right because they didn't they didn't tell them that you're gonna die if you lose this game right they get 600 fucking jerk offs they put them on this field and they're like red light green light you know and they do the thing <laughs> and then they fucking you know they get the red light and then one guy trips and then there's this like creepy robot doll and she looks at him and then he gets shot in the fucking head and everybody's oh. like ah like everybody freaks out and they're running. Meanwhile, the snipers are just pop, 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 pow. And they're like, they're at the door, like, let me out. It was unintentionally one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. It was so funny. It's just like, dude, it's a red light. We can't fucking move. <laughs> it was also in real life, that would have been it for everybody, by the way. Nobody oh, would have yeah, won yeah. that first game. Yeah, no, everyone would have seen the guy get popped for tripping and it's like, all right, well, time to run. And then the trillion just like, well, half of the them rules. survived the first game. I was like, I don't know about that one. Yeah, those uh, numbers are, should be way lower. What was interesting, though, is there was a rule where they could vote to end the games, right? So after that first game, they voted to end it, and they all got sent home. But they were told that they could come back in three days. Most of them came back. Why? The oh, whole the thing, the whole thing, and that like, like uh, one character said something about how it's hell out here anyway. So I might as well go. Like that's uh, hell, but this is hell. So like, what's the difference there? I might make money. Koreans are just bred different, bro. Holy shit! Yeah, it was, but it was, it was very interesting. As you know, it was. I, I you guys should watch it because I want to talk about what your take is on the uh, like. A lot of people think that it's about capitalism. I don't think so. From you know that that is that's not what I got from it. But from what you, that's exactly what I got from what you <laughs> described, though. Really, that's literally. It sounds like a deconstruction of the construct of free market values. So I think you need to watch a little bit deeper. Well, okay. I mean, I guess I okay, could see major. how you could draw the. I guess I could see how you could draw the comparisons to capitalism. I found it ironic because we like things like that happen in real life, but they don't happen in capitalist countries. So it it was very like, I guess you could say this is about capitalism, but it looks a lot like North Korea. So 
Because they do that. North Korea does like games. Like, have you ever seen those demonstrations where they have the guys like break chains and like like put their head through a board or whatever? No, I don't, I haven't kept up on my North Korean propaganda. <laughs> you, should, you should. Yeah. Yeah. They like they just get a bunch of buff guys and they have them do crazy stuff. But that's like that is a squid game because if they don't, if they fuck up, they'll, they'll die. They get shot. So it's very much like I guess this is about capitalism, but like this isn't re- this doesn't isn't really happening in capitalist countries. So it's, mm. we'll make a show about it. But also like because of like. Yeah, I don't want to give you guys too much, but they get into how like one. Oh, don't worry, I won't watch this. <laughs> Why? It's really it's good. <clears throat> but they they get into how one guy was like actually one of the guys who paid for the game, like he was one of the rich guys. But this year he decided to participate in the game, and like there was like a whole bunch about how like he was actually having fun because he had brain cancer and he knew he was gonna die. So for him, the whole thing was actually like a good time, and like. Like, I don't know. It's, there, I feel like there are a lot of themes. I don't think I think capitalism might be one of them. I don't think it could be boiled down to that. But of course, the, it's the Internet. So everybody's boiling it down to that. I think it's a lot of people who are trying to take this momentary fad very seriously because mm-hmm. no one in the West has ever heard of a death game show before. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, wow. Th- yeah. How novel, how chic. Yeah, that deep. was another thing. I was very much like, I've seen this in an anime before. Yeah, it's happened billions of times in anime. Before. Have you have you noticed like old trends, not even like cool old trends, like 2013 trends are just coming back for no reason? Well, right. okay, everybody's out of fucking ideas. <laughs> yeah, look at But Disney. like, can we recycle like cool trends that went out of style? Fuck, I don't even know what was cool in 20... I don't know, silly bands? Fucking Beyblades? <laughs> what was those cool little, in 2015? Those little plastic braided bracelets? Oh, yeah, those. Uh, my school banned silly bands. Why? Well, I, I mean, felt I felt bad my, that they didn't have them. Some well, people started, people started saying that, like, this one meant you have sex, and this one meant that you kissed a girl. And then, like, guys would have, like... <laughs> they would have, like, 30 red silly bands, and they'd be like, I fuck bitches. <laughs> Right, you know the guy gets so much pussy, and Dude, the oh girl, the girls would be like, "She's a whore." <laughs> All right, gents, is it hemorrhoid hour? Yeah, you want to go first, Zach? Yeah, so I saw probably the best thing I've seen all of 2021 this past week, um, and I encourage any listeners and and you guys, if you're interested, to dig deeper into this. I'm just going to give you a surface, like 30,000 foot bird's eye view of this. Um, Let me see if I got it pulled up on my screen share. So I'll I'll start off with this. This will be my hook. Nick, what do you, I'm I'm asking you, what do you think is the private most expensive piece of property in the world? So like, like Saudi Arabian families who own the country don't count. Like uh, private real estate that can be bought and sold. What do you think the most? Be, it would have are to we be talking? Oil field. Well, wait, are we talking like worldwide? Or are we talking just in America? Um, I guess I'll. I guess I'll spoil it for you. The most expensive listing in America is the most expensive listing in the world. Oh, is it something in Beverly Hills? I feel like it's got to be. Oh, you talk about that big, like multi, like multi million dollar mansion that's like at the top of Beverly Hills. I think you guys are on track. It's on. It's it's in Bel Air, 
and oh. it's being sold or the asking price was originally per the developer the highest listing in the urban world mm. listed at 500 million dollars to give you guys some ideas fucking Christ. like three people can afford that but but <laughs> a mansion a country mansion is about 6000 square feet yeah 6 to 6 to 7000 square feet this place is 105,000 square feet. Why would you even want it? Like what is You can't place? even comprehend it. So I'm just going to go through um like I'm going to pull it. So the they the guy who developed it, he wasn't letting people tour it until he let this one YouTube guy called producer Michael, who's this British guy who just likes fancy things and he basically has videos of him looking at fancy things and he's like, "Oh, whoa, isn't this nice?" <laughs> so <laughs> so the house is so big there's like a, it's it's a for the most part unedited walkthrough of the property they have to break it up into three 45 minute long videos because the property is so big Jesus. so so just i'm going to share my screen here it, and so what is the point? Like, who's like, I just, I never, I always, when I see stuff of this scale, I'm always like, but like, what are you, like, you're never, what are you going to use that for if you buy that? Well, obviously. So, but there's a whole story behind it, which I will, I will just give you guys the surface level run through. Um, but here we go. Here is the tour. If it ends up I'll, full of a bunch of TikTokers, I'll kill myself. No, no. I mean, it probably will, but like, yeah. Let's, let's just watch the intro and then I will cut. We'll cut through it. Blair, California. That is that is pretty gorgeous, by the way. Man, Bel Air is notoriously nice. Yo, it's right by the road. That ruins it for me. There's a road yeah, going damn. halfway around. It's it's in the hills, so like there's no way to build roads without having yeah. them wrap around properties. I mean, yeah, but this thing couldn't be away from the road. <laughs> By the way, Justin, Justin, I'm not trying to like shit on you. I'm just saying, um, everything in this house is custom made from an artist in Italy, and this thing is around um, five million dollars, and it's just blown no out way. glass. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. No one's ever going to sit in any of these chairs. Today is the most epic of epic videos. We are at the largest what house the in the urban... Is I think I should stop. Wearing? I feel like we're definitely going to get docks, but world. When I say the largest... <laughs> oh yeah, because we bought this place, right? thousand square feet. It is called The One. And what gets better than that, we are with The One. The one and only Nile, who is the visionary behind this. It looks he like an this. Amazon warehouse. And listen to how much of a bro this hundred millionaire developer is. He That's is the guy just that built it. an incredible guy. And he's going to show us around this house that no cameras have seen this house before in its entirety. Ever, ever, ever. Is that correct? That's right. So this you is the a first world Michael. debut. Where Let's they do it. it. Let's do it. Let me show you. Come on. So we got a, uh, like a moat that goes stone door that, that opens into this itself. It's like out. a moat. Electric stone front door. 
Biometric, we have the latest technology yeah, in the house. So it here, looks like a shot. It. It's a mall. <laughs> it's the size of an airport. It's ugly. Like, this is my thing. Why do they keep making these rich people keep making this big expensive shit? No, Justin, 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 don't say rich people. It's this developer. And the thing that's great about this is he started building it in 2014. He just got finished during COVID. So all of these floor plans are what was trending in 2014, which is open uh, floor plans, indoor to outdoor space. Yeah. He fucking, oh my God. the real estate industry changed five times since he started building, <laughs> but, but he just got done. So it's fucking great. Also, he brings up, I don't know. Let me skip to it. He brings up how he's like, one thing big for me is just, I can't even, I can't do it for you, but we'll Imagine talk about it. Hold on. Decorate these walls. Christ. Are those walls marble? You'd have to cut through some good marble just to fucking hang up a painting or some shit. So this is the office. But this is not what I'm trying to get to. I designed it like uh, the plaza hotel in New York. Nah. Okay, so he goes, one bit. One big thing for me is sustainability. So you see all of these flowers all of them are fake. You can't even tell. <laughs> and it's like, dude, if you know flowers, you can know that it's not smelling. You, okay, you but tell also it's... sustainability, nigga. It's an airport. It's, the, it's one of the biggest waste of materials in the whole world. Like, but the, but but on a on a content level, the 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 walkthrough gets better because here I'm gonna cut to where, yeah, they're at the what they're is this looking tacky at. Shit? Is this the Great Gatsby? Tacky as fuck. They're looking at this Italian uh, piece of artwork, and here, just I'll let you listen and listen to how I'll let I'll just let you judge for what you think. Yes, in in Murano, Italy, and I was in Murano a long time ago. And if you've been in Murano, Italy, there's a sphere in the middle of the town that's done by this same artist, and this artist was nice enough to make this for us, and. And because they wanted to be involved in the one, but it's turned into something so much more because my ex-wife, I'm just getting divorced, unfortunately. It was a whirlwind relationship. <laughs> I met her COVID and it, it didn't work out, but maybe it will still at the end. I don't know, but this is a charity that we have called Wings of Angels. And this is gonna help children in third world countries through the arts because she is a, a well-known actress and singer in Argentina. And she, she came from a very tough life in court. Okay, so this guy partially finished this house because he fell in love, and now he's just being a sad boy walking around it trying to sell it. Um, I'll save you guys. This guy is like one of the most interesting men in the world, and not for like it for like a cringe reason. Like a, he's like a fascinating uh, figure, but I'll spare you guys. You know the whole walkthrough because we could be here all day. But let me just let me just show you one the more thing. Sculpture seems sexual. I don't know why. If it just feels like a pussy with like tentacles coming out. So the long story short, um, this is his he has an entire restaurant style kitchen like at the pool. Um, so long story short, obviously this guy can't sell it because he's asking five hundred million million dollars. Like, what do you think the chances are that he never sells it? Justin, three people can afford it. Not only do you have to be able to afford it, you have to want 
the most luxurious type of things. So you have to be able to afford it and you have this type of style and you, the, all these floor plans are circa 2014. So they're not trendy. Um, so he couldn't sell it. Long story short, the bank said, look, you borrowed $120 million from us and you can't sell it. So we're just going to take it and sell it. for. <laughs> we're going to sell it for what it's worth, Ooh. you know, $120 million just so we get our money back. Yeah. And he's, he is as a last ditch effort. He is, um, he is telling them, "Look, I'm starting a reality TV show called the." Wait, let me back it up. Let me give you some context. So, this guy who's a developer, he used to be in the film industry. He used to be a producer. Right. He's done. He's done like a couple big movies, but most B B movies. Um, so, one third of all. Uh, COVID during COVID um, house party calls in Los Angeles have to do with this guy. He builds these mega homes with these huge floor plans and because it's COVID, he can't sell them. So he just throws giant parties in them with celebrities and other elites. Um, so this guy's just an LA, the epitome of an LA douche. Um, I mean, look at him. So yeah, when I see stuff like this, I feel like maybe they have a point when they say eat the rich. <laughs> By the way, he's showing them the parking, the valet parking. They're about to go into the nightclub. What? Oh my You'll God. see. You'll see. But long this story short, like, this is like this has to be a business. A business is going to buy this. Why would you ever like you live in this? Well, this is the thing, Justin. This is the thing. So he's saying, look, I'm starting my own reality TV show. I want to host pay-per-view elitist charity boxing events on the lawn of this building but because it's in a neighborhood residence in bel-air mm -hmm. the city of los angeles would never give this property a business license yeah so a business can't buy it and use it for business reasons it has to be for oh a residence God. how the fuck did he get this by the lenders at the bank i mean how was no one at the bank like uh I mean, are you, are you guys listening? Are you guys hearing this guy right now? So, so well, the thing was, he got half. He got more than he got less than halfway done with building this. He was just going to build a regular Bel Air mansion, and he ran out of money, and the mansion wasn't completed yet. And that's when he had this coked out vision where he's going to double down and get bigger loans and make it the world's biggest property. So this is literally a coke fuel dream. And if you watch the video, you'll see what I mean. The guy's literally coming off a bender. Um, For the audio the listeners, <laughs> the guy that we're looking at is dressed like a typical knight. This is not. So literally he's, he's the property. All black skinny jeans with a fucking white beanie and aviator glasses. In L.A., by the it, way. And it, it, the shirt's too small. And um, but my favorite thing about this whole thing is he built this this castle that literally has every, this is the nightclub by the way that has everything you could ever think of the one thing he didn't think of was parking <laughs> there's no parking so even and he can't get a business license so even if he wanted to throw parties here yeah there's nowhere to park so this so this was like a colossal bad idea this was like you you couldn't even 
This is one of the biggest flops of all time. I mean, oh, so so that's awesome. It's this is the bar at the nightclub. Like, We're the watching... level of failure is impressive. Yeah, this is this is bigger than most full sized nightclubs. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I mean, I he... love how like he spent all the money on just the size, but couldn't make anything attractive. Everything is plain white and gray. Someone's like, gonna fall. To like it. if you threw party, someone's going to is going to drown in that pool. Absolutely. So if you're going yeah. to a party at this house, you deserve to drown in the pool. Yeah. So what's going to happen, rumored, what's going to happen with this property ultimately, because the guy's just coked out of his mind and is coming up with these wild ideas, which are just get rich quick scams. The mark people who can afford like a hundred million dollar mansion as opposed to a five hundred million dollar one. They're just going to ice out the bank because the bank they know the bank wants to sell it. So they're no one's going to ref- put an offer on it until this thing dro- to, drops below the value of like materials and construction. Yeah, and and someone who is very wealthy while not being like you know um, Jeff Bezos, someone who is very very wealthy will be able to buy this property for a fraction of the cost. So <laughs> I'm that's sure what there's no way like. someone's there's no way someone's spending five hundred thousand or five hundred million dollars in the city is bullshit. I mean, it's ugly. That's the most shocking thing. Like, I can't even, like the size is gross and like just like the the planning was awful. But the fact that it's ugly. Five hundred million dollars, you could make it not ugly. Yeah, how much I was will... one hundred twenty five million to build it around there. Yeah, I mean, so. Yeah. It's and the guy's a total creep. So let me show you my favorite part of the house, which Boy, is this is cigar lounge. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. This is my. This is my. I have two favorite rooms. So this is my favorite room. This is the room I actually like. Room, the cigar room, and I did special ventilation. Bigger than your apartment. Cigars, but um, <laughs> look at this. This room. has all vintage Playboys. Wow. Truly astonishing. This is the first room that's not ugly. That was pretty tasteful. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, let I me mean, the vintage to... Playboy thing is a little bit like kill yourself, but no, no, I, I think it's cool. Yeah, like if you're going to smoke a cigar, you might as well buy into the aesthetic, you know? And even if you weren't, if this wasn't Playboys and this was art, this is a beautiful display. Yeah, the display is cool. Um, and then the window overlooking the highway is lovely. <laughs> they they do have lots of art galleries bullshit, but I like this. This is the kitchen that no one's gonna use. His words, family but kitchen. But I really like this. This is kitchen. the family room. This is one of the many, many, many kitchens. But we have a a, a main kitchen at the lower level. So this like is a restaurant. not the main kitchen. No, See, this it's is just probably dumb because it's no like he didn't even use. have enough ideas um, to fill the building. It does he have was very like, cool things. Like it has a, a top brewer here, and yeah. So what they do is this guy is the developer so he has so he has all of the capital so this coked out maniac gets a say when he talks to architects and and designers and he has a loose idea of what he wants and he wants a nightclub and he wants a fucking huge lawn and he wants like a seven swimming pools and these designers 
and architects basically have to fill in the blanks of his shitty coked out ideas and make it a, a livable home by putting in kitchens and rooms. But you can tell it's just a hodgepodge of like a rich guy paying great designers. Most they, of it, by the way, is just like empty space. It's like ginormous empty hallways and just like large rooms with nothing in them. Yeah, with granite fucking floors or whatever, stone floors. The fucking closet? What's he going to do so he can put his all his too tight t-shirts right there? It's a pantry. It's a pantry. It's a pantry? Yeah. That's like, that's way too far from the kitchen to be a pantry. Okay, so you get the point. Well, the kitchen's the size of a football field, Nick. What do you want? <laughs> you get the Fair point. You're going to the... go, you're going to run and get some cumin and meanwhile your fucking shit's burning in the background. Yeah. Because it takes way too long to get to it. So if you guys are interested in the guy, the property, what it actually looks like, it's called The One. So just look up The One Home Tour and you'll be able to see the whole thing. It's very fascinating to me. Um, and it, you know how you know you're empathetic, Justin. So you might feel sorry for this guy. But I yeah. love <laughs> I, know. I, I love I'm sick. So I love to watch something burn down. So this guy's financial um security is is what i see crumbling so yeah no i don't feel bad for him at all yeah no <laughs> my empathy only goes so far i mean some jerk off that could get a 125 million dollar loan from the bank spent it on that so well the worst part i didn't even mention he twists it all in his sales pitch that like it's for, to change the world for charity yeah but whenever he gets asked about like what that means he just always brings it back to like himself making money it's a charity for him yeah he's the charity case in this in this scenario how do how do people like this even get that kind of money like how do you how do you even get to the point where you can get that loan like somebody don't. who's obviously well, a retard well, yeah so all that proves to me is it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how smart you are. I'm just, or... I mean, you know, I can't get a goddamn credit card. And this nigga's out here getting a $125 million loan to build a fucking shopping mall in the middle of Beverly <laughs> Hills or wherever the fuck it is. No, it should it should honestly encourage you because you know that money has nothing to do with how smart you are. Yeah, the next time I go ask for a credit card, I'm wearing a fucking small shirt and aviators and a beanie. <laughs> I'm doing coke before I go in. Yeah, sell them on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll pitch them. I'll be like, I need a $100 million loan for my podcast. <laughs> We've so, got 14 so, listeners. So where, where's your uh, hemorrhoid at, Nick? Uh, I think we should do Justin's first because mine's going to be a quickie. And then nice little cap to the... We already the did podcast. Justin's, I thought. What the fuck was this... Um, I can. I, I have a. I have another one. This is a positive hemorrhoid. I don't know. He he gave his hemorrhoid in the middle of the podcast. So that that doesn't count. Yeah, it was it was just Republicans like that need to fucking stop going to church, and like, yeah, yeah, it was just Republicans. I mean, fucking grow a pair. These fucking people. Uh, but no, I was gonna say. My hemorrhoid today is my baby brother because he's. I was <laughs> hanging out with him. I took him fishing the other day. Last week for my birthday, went fishing all day. And um, he goes out of nowhere randomly. He said, we saw a woman smoking at, 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 a, at, a, at the restaurant we went to after we got done fishing. He goes, 
I just realized that women smoke too. (laughs) 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 I'm like, yeah, buddy. Only men did it. For the listeners, how old is uh, your brother? He's 10. Huh? Oh, never mind. I thought we were talking about your adult brother. Oh, no. No, no. Oh. Yeah, I think you're talking about the brother that had the fucking baby. I was like, he's 10? No. No, his baby's still alive, by the way, if you guys were wondering. <laughs> I, I wasn't, but good to hear. Yeah, great. She did, you probably you heard her cry earlier. She came by. Um, but yeah, that was just I just it's like it's a positive hemorrhoid today. I just thought it was the cutest, funniest thing. How kids I, are so I, innocent and they just they just ingest I, sexism. And <laughs> I, I I you see, I disagree. I think it's more of a reflection on us as a society, the gender roles we're preaching to young kids that they think <laughs> that women are incapable of smoking. I think your little brother's a bigot, and I think we should yeah. dox him. Very much, very much, very much. I mean, he's probably he's probably gay. So we all know, we all know. Mm. No one hates women like a guy that can't fuck women. And, yeah. Well, my hemorrhoid this time is Zach's leather jacket. <laughs> because <laughs> not only has been wearing it, this, yeah, it's fucking Tony Soprano looking motherfucker. He's been sitting here the whole time. I'm pretty sure he's wearing a button down or a fucking turtleneck underneath that. I'm just like, bro, you dressed up way too much for this. <laughs> I'm 23 now. So this is me living my chapter. 23 of my story he's wearing he's not wearing the usual black headphones that look like he's mixing music no these are the ones that look like uh fucking wannabe producers want to wear when yeah. they fucking th- these are dj headphones i would yeah he's in the I, studio it looks with like a guy named low tweet Lil it <laughs> looks like i've done coke i'm not coke it looks like i've done ecstasy in the maldives while at the top of the booth exactly yeah you look like you're sitting in vip and like you're handing out ecstasy to all your friends, but like, guys, come on, it's gonna be lit. <laughs> I do look like I sell ecstasy at a New York club. I do. Yeah. 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 Very much so. Especially the way you sit, you kind of spread like. <laughs> yeah, like there's supposed to be a bitch that cuddling up next to you. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be. I mean, I have this. I have this cat, but that's. I don't. Yeah. I mean. If I was in the club, I would have a woman here and it would look legit. I don't have aviators like they're gonna be, the guy. Yeah, they're going to be cushioned by the faux leather while rubbing up on the silk shirt. I, I get I get the aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> um, while we're just quickly, because um, Zach, you mentioned it. We're both 23 now. It was our birthday last Friday. October the 15th, me and Zach both turned 23 because we share a birthday. Are you how do you feel? I mean, you see it. Um, I don't think I have to say much. I wear leather jackets now. Uh, um, in I'm your much old age, re- in your dotage. I'm much more mature. I'm much mm. more... <laughs> what What was funny? Next year, he's going to wear the turtlenecks all day, every day. If I want. <laughs> that's, the thing I, that's the thing. I, that? I do what I want. I did what I wanted to. I'm also super mysterious at 23. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you were mysteriously just like like drinking copious amounts in the middle of Chicago. Very mysteriously. That's what it dude, you look like the guys at Starbucks that smoke outside and sit eat uh fucking smoke cigarettes the whole time. Well typing something in your computer. 
I do. If I had black hair, I would look very French right now. You would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. They don't get fat, though. You'd have to lose a lot. They're wayfish, very wayfish people. They don't need anything. Yeah, they go off cigarettes and Starbucks the whole time. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes and insults. That's As somebody that's been to Paris, the meals, not even a meal. It's like a fucking, <laughs> it's a snack. Like anything they give you, it's like, what is this? I'm a man, okay. I need calories. Like, what are we doing? This like thin fucking pancake thing. It's like like a like an eighth of an ounce of pancake. Gross. It's called a clap. A clap. Um. But yeah, happy birthday, man. I'm less mature. I go. <laughs> I, I go the opposite every year. I become less mature. When I was You're born, Benjamin, I was basically like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Very profound. As a, as a, is Neil deGrasse Tyson profound, or is he just like blow your mind? You know? <laughs> I think sure. he's profound. He's the first smart person I could think of, though. So, well, he's he's the first smart black person I can think of, but I, I also think he snips his own parts a little too much. Did you guys ever see him do the interview with Ben Shapiro? No, no, that was so funny because Ben really tried to get him to give a fuck about the things that Ben gives a fuck about. <laughs> he's like, he's like, how do you feel about this transgender thing where they're ignoring science? And he's like, why do you give a fuck? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's right, yeah. nigga. Fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson's like, I'm an astrophysicist, dog. There are planets moving. Literally, like- <laughs> literally, this nigga's trying to figure out what the origin of the universe is. He doesn't give a fuck about some guy calling himself Nancy. Yeah, he's like, why don't why don't you care that there is multi-million like like the most densest things in the known universe are hurling themselves at us and could hit us at any time. And you're worried about bathrooms. Literally. He's like, why like why do you care about this when we can't even censure the space because of all the space debris we have in our orbit? Like, come on. Yeah. And then Ben's like, Well, I care because they're like trying to make me use their genders. And he's like, Is that a law? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, can't argue with that one. Can argue with that one. It was a good interview. It was really funny. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's end this before something some face appears behind Justin's shoulder. Oh, that'd be that'd be hot. Gay <laughs> Superman's gonna come up. <laughs> I'm the journalist. <laughs> He's like, I really like your podcast. <laughs> but all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Although you probably didn't listen. If you're still here, you're a fucking trooper. And you better not have been masturbating to my, our voices, goddammit. Yeah. Despite all the homoerotic things I show on this podcast, yeah, you better not be masturbating. weird, okay? <laughs> you're supposed to just rub your bulge against your jeans like everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Or like every other adult. <laughs> mm, well, all right, everybody. This has been Ask the Nose, episode, what, 26? 25 26 27 28 shit it's an episode it's an episode in the 20s good night everybody yep